Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Okay, there's a train going by, and I was honestly just trying to wait until, do we have to until do this? the train stops. No, I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again. Cool. I think we should keep it. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. It's a fun little organic little train. The train is a character train. now in our show. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, listen. Hey, listeners. I hey. live by a train. And you know what? That's because I'm cosmopolitan, and I shouldn't be shamed for that. Yeah, that's what living by the train is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what else and the it city. mean? <laughs> Whatever, who's playing D&D with me today? Fuck you guys. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, I just clipped really bad. Hello. Uh, my name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Xandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. Wow. Um, hey, y'all. Mine is Bianca Phipps. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and I'll be playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Rain Allwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. And I'm Jules. I'm your God. We can't do this. Come on, do the bit. Do the bit. You're the void master. Void master. <laughs> nice. And I'll I use they them pronouns. What is going on? Listen, we're gonna Look. figure it out, y'all. Thanks for coming. Thanks for going. And on this, this, is for us. Yeah, this is the pod has been cast. <laughs> and that's our episode. Good night, everyone. <laughs> We're not going to talk about what happened last time. No recap. Just go home. <sighs> hey, this is Donnie and Birdie. I thought you said we were doing Birdie and Donnie. And this is our audio documentary of our journey to the Hack Olympics. Where I will be the first orc ever to take home the gold. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Anyway, Professor Xandar, Rain, and Hart basically ditched us for their new ship. Which is fine, because now we have the Corsair to ourselves. And this cool new vape pen. I guess the vape pen is pretty chill. <laughs> but they found some crazy stuff aboard the Decision Maker. Now we're in Fae Crossing, the heart of the galaxy. It's basically a big tree. Do you enjoy anything? Yeah, when you shut up. What? Nothing. Anyway, all the gith are here for peace talks. It's like historic or something. I bet Professor Xandar will be part of the talks. Yeah, sure, Birdie. We're going to do touristy stuff with Shale and Brush, and Captain Cass is going to make contact with an old friend, and the trio... Don't call them that. They're going to meet Rain's mom. Look, a sign for the Hack Olympics. Let's take a picture in front no. of it. Oh. Please. Whatever. This is Donnie. And Birdie. Hack, Hack Olympics, Olympics were, were on, on our way. way. Okay, you find yourselves in Rain's mom's office. Um, and you have just seen um, Elijah Harper stands up and like kind of walks over to you, Rain, like hand outstretched for a uh, handshake. Hey, uh, haven't seen you in a while. How have you been? I haven't shaken his hand yet. I'm just like <laughs> staring He's at still him. holding it there. I've been good, Rain. You know, you, uh, we were just, uh, talking about you, me and your mother here. Uh, welcome to Faye Crossing. I think it's been a while, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, you don't say that you guys were, uh, you chatting, uh, uh, anything important? All good things, all good things. We're just both glad that you've made it back here in one piece. And with your two friends, I don't remember your name. Um, and you see Elijah walks over to you, heart, um, hand outstretched. Never got that handshake from Rain, but maybe we'll get it from you. <laughs> um, I will shake his hand enthusiastically. Um, whereas Rain did not shake his hand at all, I will not let go. Um, we're still shaking. Um, and I say, I say, hello, my name is Hart. Of course, heart. And um, and he just sort of looks over to you, Xander. You have a magazine kind of blocking your face. And he just <laughs> kind of trails off. <laughs> oh, and he just trails off? He doesn't, yeah, he's he doesn't just sort of is like kind of confused. He's looking at you, but doesn't really know what's happening. Okay, I'm not going to lower <laughs> the magazine then. Uh, 
and you you are. <sighs> I lower my magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I say Xandar Radnecks, charmed. I'm sure. A uh, very charmed indeed, and uh, I know this was a very historic uh, few days for your people, and uh, I want you to know that Hopper and Sons stands with the gift. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say. Well, I'll get out of your hair. I'm sure you want to catch up with the uh, vice counselor. Uh, but, you know, Rain, I couldn't get your yeah. mother to accept my invitation, but perhaps I can uh, send it to you. I'm having a bit of a gala tomorrow night, and I would love to have you and your friends as guests of honor. Uh, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. You really um, mean it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just send me the invite whenever you get a chance. And uh, yeah, pulls an invite out of his like <laughs> suit jacket pocket Rain, and uh, hands it to you. Rain is like just completely stiff <laughs> the whole time. She's like, cool. Uh, sounds if, like uh, fun. If Rain doesn't take the invitation, Hart will. Uh, good, good, good. He gives you a smile. He's like, um, there's going to be all sorts of people there. And uh, I'd love for you to meet him. Are you a fan of music? I, I love music. All right. Well, we got a special treat. Uh, now, don't go spreading this around, but um, Aos might be making a surprise performance. I look oh over my God. at Xandar. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, so we got a fan. All right. Now, keep that to yourselves. All right. This is a private concert. Affirmative. We will keep a secret. Well, as always, it's lovely running into y'all. I'll catch you later, Zelda. And you see, um, he stops. He's like, mm, vice counselor. And he uh, walks out of the office. Um, your mother just is like looking at you smiling. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know that you were in uh, cahoots with, with uh, Elijah Harper, mom. Cahoots? Yeah, you know, I, I, I figured uh, maybe he was the type of person that would have to talk to your secretary out there. Uh, Harper and Sons is a very important part of the human consulate. You know, they've done remarkable work for the human refugees. Sure, but I don't know. Aren't you a little moment, concerned? Man. Yeah. Um, you see, she like reaches over and like presses a button like under her desk. Jonathan, can you bring us some refreshments? And um, can you also take... Rain's measurements. She'll need something suitable to wear to the gala. Thank you. Uh, Rain, why don't you and your friends have a seat? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's, let's sit. All right, guys, sit. <laughs> let's sit. Uh, all right, I suppose we'll sit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Xandar Radnix, charmed, oh, I'm sure. Right, these are my, my friends. These are my friends. This is Xandar. Uh, she gets up to shake your hand, uh, Xandar. I shake it. And this is... <laughs> Very gentlemanly. Heart. H-A-R-T. That's right. Heart. Heart. Affirmative. What a lovely name. Uh, what does it stand for? What is your um sort of identifying signature? I know this. <laughs> oh, no, I got you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I wrote it down somewhere. Hold on. Uh, Carlos, uh, edit this out. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Human, I'm so sorry. Human, no, it's okay. It's okay. I should have this I, written down. I don't know why I don't. Can I chime in? Because Xandar knows, because Xandar is your friend. Yes. <laughs> All right. Xandar says, oh, heart, H-A-R-T. Uh, That's the Humanoid Artillery Response Team. Affirmative. Very good. Well, welcome to Fay Crossing. Mr. Radnax, I assume you're not with the um, Gith Yonki representation? Uh, no, not with them currently. I mean, any chance to spend a couple minutes with the counselor, you got to sneak away. Sure. But did you come here on your own? Yeah, yeah. I came up and I, and I met a, I met up with those. I'm meeting up. I, I'm later. I'm meeting up with those guys. Oh, so your being here won't cause any issues for the Githyanki representatives? No, no, of course not. Of course not. I told them where I was going. Is that, that seems like a lie, Xandar. Is that That's a all, lie? This is all, these are all lies. <laughs> Go ahead and roll for deception. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is a 22. Oh, well, good. I was going to say that if you required assistance from the consulate, we could offer you uh, asylum. But if you won't be needing it, then 
Very well. Um, no, no. As long as y'all don't have any problem with, with someone like me being here. Absolutely not. I'm working very closely with the Githyanki and Githzerai representatives. I'll actually be uh, sort of moderating the uh, peace talks. Interesting. Sort of playing both sides. Working with both sides to achieve a common good. Of course, of course. Of course. Uh, you see the door opens and Jonathan comes in with like a tray of like tea and sets it down on the um, desk. Uh, you see uh, uh, there's like one sort of like pink, like flowery cup and like a a, a similar, like smaller uh, teapot that is also like pink and uh, filled with flowers. Uh, you see Zelda sort of sets it to the side and uh, pours it, um, sort of looks at you, Rain, and gives you a little wink and reaches under her desk. And you see she opens like some compartment and pulls out like a small canister and sort of shakes it and like pss, does like a swirl of whipped cream on top of um, the little pink cup and uh, puts it down on a plate and slides it towards you. I look at her and then I look at my friends <laughs> I go, oh, you, you know what's best, mom. This, this is, uh, this is great. <laughs> and I go to take a sip of the tea and yeah. I, I bring it back down. And I have like a whipped cream mustache. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, yep, yep. Happy to be here. Happy to be yeah. here. <laughs> and Zelda sort of like laughs herself and um, uh, pours you a like normal cup of tea. Xandar hands it to you. And uh, looks at you, Heart. I know many Voidforge like to sort of hold utensils or order food to kind of fit in with the tradition of normal organics. Would you like a cup? Negative. Thank you for asking, but I do not desire to hold. My hands are full. Um, and I show her the bird toy that I took off of Jonathan's desk and <laughs> also the gala invite in one in each hand. Um, and I just sort of like give like a little nod. <laughs> uh, she smiles. Jonathan, what a nice gesture for you. Give your bird to this kind person. Um, Rain, why don't you stand up so Jonathan can take your measurements? Uh, sure. I stand up really awkwardly, spill the tea <laughs> a little bit. And, uh. I say, don't, you know, don't let Jonathan get too fresh. <laughs> um, she smiles and like laughs again. And uh, Jonathan like sort of takes like a super like futuristic looking tape measure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, Sick tape measure. <laughs> so he like starts like silently like taking your uh, uh, measurements. And um, how long do you all plan on staying on Fake Crossing? Rain rarely surprises us with these visits. I look at Xandar. Well, like, actually, Zelda, may I call you Zelda? That's fine. Any friend of Rain is a friend of mine. Zelda will be staying through the Hack Olympics competition. Has Rain mentioned that she is mentoring two youths? She certainly <laughs> has not. Rain, I recall you saying some very um, alarming things about the Hack Olympics and... It's sort of being for uh, hacks, and well, has your uh, opinion changed? Well, you know, I, uh, um, I found I found the light. You know, like the 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 Tudor life is the life for me. <laughs> and I have a big old toothy, sweaty grin. I don't know what that means. Wow, I'm proud of you. Cool, thanks. Can, uh, can I make a an insight check on that? I'll go for it. Okay. Just because, like, I've, I've never watched a mother interact with a child. Mm. <laughs> Canonically, like, I'm trying to think. No, like, the closest thing was V and Birdie, and she was even an aunt, a mother figure. Fair. But still, yeah. I think I'm, I, I, have, I have picked up on Rain's toothy, sweaty grins, and I'm very confused <laughs> as to what's happening here. Um, if only we could all roll insight on our parents saying they're proud of us. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, that's an 11. And 11, um, you, I think with 11, you n get the impression that there's something going on here that you can't pick up on. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, what she's saying seems genuine. Cool. Um, I am satisfied. Thank you. I am satisfied. Who's, um, sponsoring your Hack Olympics team? The, uh, university, actually. <laughs> the local one. 
where I'm a professor. So good. <laughs> I'm just blurting things out. <laughs> You're a professor at Fayu. That's correct. Yeah. Adjunct. I look over to Rain and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> do I. I see. So, I've been on a, a leave of absence. Oh, for how long? Oh, gosh. It feels like so long. I can't even remember now. I've been doing so much uh, good, positive work all around the systems, you know. I wonder if you know my wife. Uh, Lou's been doing a lot of work at the uh, university. Oh, is that so? Well, I'm not, I'm not off and on campus, oh, per se. I see. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What does mm-hmm. your wife do with the university? Uh, mostly guest lectures, um, engineering, mechanical engineering. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah, that, that's probably why we've never crossed paths. I'm more sound engineering, uh, so, you know, different, different disciplines. But same department. Hmm. I'll have to ask her about it. And you say you're on the Fei team. Yep, that's right. We have been supporting uh, the youths of the systems uh, who who may not be able to have the sort of financial situation to attend this uh, this prestigious university. So we've hmm. uh, taken it upon ourselves to um, to support them. Wow, I can't imagine why they wouldn't have told me, but I'm happy to hear it. Yeah, it's nice. Um. Hey, you two, do you mind if I have a minute alone? Affirmative. We will step outside. Sure, of course. Yes, anything. Yes, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, All right. Um, Jonathan, why don't you show them to one of the conference rooms where they can make themselves comfortable? Um, And Jonathan sort of escorts you all out. Your friends seem just lovely, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, Mom. I was expecting you to be... A lot angrier the Angry. next time you'd see me. What would I have to be angry about? Well, first of all, I forgot your birthday. <laughs> well, I'll have another one next year. Yeah, I got a year to prepare, I guess. Um, <laughs> no hard feelings. But I haven't forgotten yours, and I think... I should get you a gift while you're in town. The Zodiac only knows when I'll see you again. No, I mean, I, I, I appreciate, you know, the sort of um, olive branch, but, you know, I, I haven't really celebrated my birthday in a long time, so, you know, it mm. might be a little weird. Um, you thought I would be angry with you for not remembering my birthday? Well... I kind of figured that you'd be mad that I just up and left. Oh, Rain. I know that you've always been given to extremes. And if I try to hold you back, to keep you in a cage, like a bird, it would only hurt you. And I've had my ways of keeping track of you all these years. How so? Well, I work for the Counselet. I have eyes everywhere, I suppose. And Mr. Harper was kind enough to bring to my attention your exploits at Castle One. I was relieved to see that you had left in one piece. I was ready to send an entire regiment over there to tear apart that castle brick by brick until they found you. That's really kind of you. Um, and I'm not entirely sure what he's told you, but I have to be honest with you, Mom. Mm. A lot of things have happened since I left. I've made new friends, and I've seen a lot of different planets, and I've seen a lot of bad people, and I have to be honest, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you're home now. So maybe you can finally put all that to the side. But I feel like I'm doing a lot of good. Do you? I think so. Well, I, I have new friends. You've always told, always told me it'd be good to get some friends. Yes. They seem like good friends. 
And if you think you're doing good, then far be it from me to talk you out of it. Seems like your mind is quite made up. Yeah, it is. As long as we're being honest, Rain, what ship did you come here on? Um, well, the name that was on the side of it, it was called the Decision Maker. Why? Just curious. And, um, who captains the Decision Maker? Well, we do. Oh, so you have your own ship? Yeah, it's complicated, but, um, I basically, uh, was able to... I don't know why I'm telling you this. I was basically able to to hotwire it and eliminate the security on the ship that was owned by someone else and and we were able to get it to work. I promise it was abandoned though. It wasn't like any sort of like we weren't stealing it from someone. I, I were pretty sure that the person that owned it before maybe isn't alive anymore. I don't know why I'm still talking, but uh that that's how we were able to get it out this way. Well, Aren't you resourceful? Yeah, I learned it from Mom. Mm. Well, I have a lot of other meetings today. Um, I've prepared my um, suite. I have a few um, apartments for entertaining dignitaries. I've um, had one of them cleared out for you and I suppose your friends as well, although it might be sort of a tight fit. Um, and here she, like, reaches into a drawer are a couple of, um, passes that'll get you on the monorails and, um, taxis. Anything you need can go straight through the embassy. Is there anything else I can help you with while you're here? I, I kind of look down at my watch and I look at her and I say, there's one last thing I wanted to say before I go. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if you see any part of my dad in me and if that brings you any sort of pain, but I'm your daughter too. And then I chronal shift to before <laughs> I even said that. Okay, before you chronal shift, I want you to roll a perception check. Okay. Ooh, that's good. 21. You see, as you're about to, like, press the button and, like, kind of erase this moment from time, your mother spill her tea. Um, mm. You've never seen her flinch before in all of your time of knowing her. This made her flinch. Got it. And then I chronal shift and I go back to right before I say that. And I'm like, no, no, I think I'm all good. All right. Well. You know where to find us. I'll have Jonathan deliver your gown to the apartments. All right, thanks. And uh, do you know where mom is? Well, she should be done teaching about now. I imagine she'll probably head over to the apartments to try to see you. Okay. She's well, so glad you're back, Rain. We both are. Well, I'm excited to see her. And I head out. Oh, uh, cool. Um, the uh, conference room you're sitting in, um, Jonathan sort of brings over like a couple of like bags of chips and kind of tosses them onto the uh, 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 like this like conference room like table. Uh, says, um, is there anything else I can get y'all? Yeah, you can get out of my face. Oh, right. That was quick. Already um, sort of repaired any broken bridges and such. <clears throat> The only thing that's going to be broken is your nose if you don't get the fuck out of my face. I'm sensing some tension. And then um, I'm going to put my hand on Rain's shoulder. Um, and I'll look at Jonathan um, and I'll say, is it part of your job requirement to be rude? Yeah. And then I'll put my hand on Jonathan's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry if I've troubled you at all. That's not my intention. I have to hop over to the stores to um find something suitable for you to wear tomorrow night, Rain. So I'll be seeing you. Fucking nerd. What? Uh, nothing. Enjoy shopping. All right. Uh, Jonathan walks off. Uh, sweating. <laughs> Good. You know, if what, if what he brings back is like some kind of joke, like shitty dress or something like that, I... I got a couple things you might be interested in looking at that you might wear. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, because I don't trust Jonathan to pick something 
uh, cool. I mean, have you seen how he dresses? <laughs> how does he dress? <laughs> He's wearing um, a yeah. polo shirt that's way too small. Um, it's very small. <laughs> it's way too small. And um, his pants are leopard print with yeah, red snake skin shoes. Okay, so you're saying that this guy is awesome is what I'm hearing. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that sure, this guy is awesome. Sure, whatever you say. Snappy as hell. Um, uh, all right, so you all have like sort of access to um, the entire like sort of transportation system of Faye Crossing. Um, Jonathan would have given you details of where you can kind of find the uh, lodgings your mother has kind of provided for you. Uh, you all tell me how you proceed. I think that we should go to the apartment, y'all, and tell Captain Cass where we're at and tell Shell where we're at, tell him to bring the kids by because they've got some practice. Yeah, and I have some some things that I think we might need to work through because I have a really bad feeling about this uh, peace conference, to be honest. Affirmative. I have been thinking about the weapon Hestia told us of. Mm-hmm. If there ever was a time to use it, I fear it would be now. Right. There's going to be a lot of people all gathered together and we could be in for some trouble. So maybe, maybe I can do some digging in to that laptop that we found on the ship and, and see if I can find some more details on that. And do we know when the summit uh, is taking place? It's after the gala, right? Yeah, the the summit should um be taking place um from what you've been able to gather very soon, like within the next few days. Okay. Um, so the gala is probably leading up to the summit. Great. Let's go to the apartment, y'all. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's get the hell out, out of here. <laughs> okay, cool. We will sort of fast travel a little bit. You all take the uh, tram line down to the uh, Spring District, uh, which is a pretty ritzy area for your mother to have an apartment rain. Um, this is sort of the uh, most like kind of metropolitan area of the uh, uh, tree. Um, there's a lot of like uh, um, theaters here. There's a lot of like shopping here. Um, this is like kind of the most touristy part of town. Like imagine like kind of your Times Square is like what you're looking at. Um, mm-hmm. You take the tram down there. You find this um, beautiful like... Uh, a sweet apartment building um, kind of sized for like maybe a small family. Um, you all probably would have been comfortable there, um, but shortly Shale kind of shows up with uh, your two wards. Um, they're all kind of decked out in like very touristy kind of fake crossing things <laughs> like risers and t-shirts. And um, uh, one of the kids has like a hot half eaten hot dog. And nice. all of a sudden Shale has like, a camera <laughs> and uh, they seem to have been having like a decent time. Um, you also touch base with Cassibia, tell her where to find you. Um, she said that she has a, she's staying like at a hostel down in the uh, root system and um, the winter district. And she will uh, let you know if she can make contact with her um, person. Got can it. I? Okay. Um, do like a, like a, I guess like an insight check is probably the best one. I just sort of like want to like check in on Donnie without having to ask, like, just like see how he has changed since we, since we yoinked him off that, that (laughs) dead rock. Um, I just like, I think I'm just like concerned for him and I, and I just want to make sure that he is, it seems like he's doing better, but I want to, I want to be sure. Yeah, go for it. Oh, that one was way better. 21. I know my son. You know yours. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. Johnny seems a lot better. You see a lot of like the color has kind of returned to his face. He still kind of has like a very kind of like goth kid energy, just sort of like disinterested. Um, but you've like kind of caught him smiling a few times. And it seems like him and Birdie have like developed a bit of like a rivalry slash like friendship with each other. Yes. Um, so you, you're thinking that this has all been good for Donnie. Uh, but I think with a 21, you know that all of this comes with an overwhelming twinge of this is all probably going to end. Soon. Oh. Like Donnie doesn't have like a long term plan 
Um, he's just sort of like kicking with you all now because you are sort of letting him, but there's nothing about it that feels sort of like permanent. Like you're not his family. He doesn't have a family and he doesn't really have anywhere he belongs. So he's just sort of here. Just wait till we win him a scholarship. I was just about to say, (laughs) sorry to everyone who's listening to this for the plot, but this is about to become a very Donnie focused plot. (laughs) Oh no, what have I done? I want to make that point feel secure. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. Um, um, Okay. I think, I think that, 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 that's good. And like, I, um, uh, like attempt to sort of like make physical contact with him, like a, like a hand on the shoulder or something just to, just to like silently say like, it's good to see you. I'm glad that you're here because we've spent a lot of time apart and I still feel very responsible for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sort of like shrugs and rolls his eyes at you and walks away. <laughs> um, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I, I will approach uh, Shale and be like, well, looks like y'all had fun. Uh, Shale snaps a picture of you. Oh, hey, let me see that thing real quick. No, it's perfect. Just the way it is. Let me see the camera. Come on. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you the camera. All right. I take, I snap a quick picture of Shale. Uh, and then I start looking around the room with the camera. And I mm-hmm. say, uh, now, uh, through the lens of this camera, we should be able to see if any other cameras that may be, I don't know, planted in this apartment are giving off any infrared light from their lenses. Yeah. Uh, so let that me just do a quick I'm- sweep and I'll give Shale a wink. Oh my god, absolutely fuck you. <laughs> yes. Shale winks back. Um he sort of digs in. He's got like kind of like a little like bag of popcorn and you see it's all just like pebbles. <laughs> but Jill still has mustard on his face because he like tried to eat the hot dog. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. You're not sure what's gonna happen to the hot dog, but nothing good. Um go ahead and roll an investigation. Gation check with advantage, I guess. Fuck. Cool. I want to. Nice I want to get work. Donnie on like audio bugs too, because he's like our sound expert, oh, okay. right? So cool. he, I don't think he knows. Donnie will have advantage advantage of that, but I'll have him roll it. Okay. Uh, oh man, this is investigation. You said yes. I got a nineteen. Okay. Um, Donnie got a nine. Um, doesn't really pick up on any audio thing. Um, doesn't really have the equipment on him to look very efficiently. Hmm. With your 19, there is a painting in the main suite, sort of near the dining area. Imagine this is like one of those like high ceiling, like loft style apartments. Um, Hmm. like, so the kitchen and the living room, the dining room are all like kind of in one, like big, like hardwood floor area. Uh, very like chrome and wood. Um, there is like this like weird kind of like painting of the uh, of Faye Crossing. Um, and you notice like a little bit of like a glow coming from like the very center of the painting. You think it might be a camera. All right, I'll try to remove the painting from the wall. How big yeah, is the painting? Pretty like easily. pretty big? Yeah, it's okay. pretty big, yeah. Right. Uh, but with some help, you can take it down. Yeah, I'll help. Cool. All right, I'd like to know what's behind it. <laughs> Um, there's nothing behind it, but you find embedded, like, sort of behind the painting, like, a little, like, it's like a micro camera. Um, you, even if you, like, were, you probably only found it because you knew what to look for. Yeah, okay. I, like, stick a knife into the painting, and I, uh, very dramatically, like, slice the canvas open, and then pull out this tiny camera. The real declaration of independence. (laughs) Good lord. Um, Rain, you get a text. I answer it. Um, it is from, um, your mom. It's from Zelda. Um, it says, um, settling in okay. Yeah, just, uh, moving the furniture around a little bit, but getting comfortable, finally, period. Uh, she sends you a smiley face. I send her a thumbs up. Um, all right, so more time passes. You all chill here. Um, there is a knock at the door. You answer it, Rain, and you see your stepmom, whose name I'm going to say wrong. Lucina. Lucina, Lucina is um, standing there. Lucina um, has like a bunch of bags and she's like, help me with these bags. I, I hug her. <laughs> I help with the bags. Yeah. Hey, sweetie. Um, she I put a like, magazine like, in front of my face. I, <laughs> she starts kissing you all over. It's, it's like very um, uh, fast. Like the minute I see her, yeah. I, I hug her because I miss her so much. 
Yeah, she hugs you tight. Um, you can smell food. Um, she like kind of brings in all these bags and like starts taking out like trays kind of wrapped in tinfoil. And she's like, I started cooking as soon as I got your weird ass text. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew exactly what I was talking about. You brought the ravioli. You brought everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Mr. Magazine over there. Do you eat or are you just uh, for decoration? I'm like peering over the magazine at the food already <laughs> drooling like, uh. Yeah, I, I would love to break bread with you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts like uh, unwrapping things, fixing plates, like like giving you all plates. She gives you a plate hard. She doesn't even kind of clock that you might not eat. Um, oh, I take it. She just starts like kind of telling you about her day, like how early she had to get up and she had to mm. get all the way up to the university. And these damn kids don't listen to a thing she says. She doesn't know why she did it. Um, your uh, she says uh, Zelda's been trying to get her to retire, and she's not trying to retire. She wouldn't know what to do with herself. And then she like kind of takes a deep breath, and she's like, "And how are you?" <laughs> well, uh, pretty great. Um, these are, I know you might've gotten to know them a little bit now, but these are my, my new friends. This is Xandar. Xandar Rednecks, charmed, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is Hart. Uh, I wave. Hello. sweetie. And the little ones? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, I... I figured you'd be really excited about this, but we're starting our own Hack Olympics team. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Hold look. on a minute now because what? I asked you to join the Hack Olympics team, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, but I, I, uh, I, I've matured and I, I'm, uh-huh. I am, yeah, I'm like a mentor now. I'm a, kind of a big deal to these, these youths. Rain's our coach. Is she now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've been teaching them kind of some of the stuff that you taught me, um, like message. And, um, I've been working with, uh, the mending. So this is Donnie. Donnie is a sound, uh, engineer, it's truly super talented. Um, mm. don't let his dark exterior, uh, uh, fool you. He has a very bright future. Reminds uh, me uh, of somebody. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> Donnie here, say, say hi. Hi. And then uh, over here... Yeah, make the NPCs talk to each other. Yeah. What do they say? <laughs> over here is Birdie. Birdie just has a knack for, for fixing things up. Uh, um, really, really talented. And uh, and introduce yourself. Birdie, say hi. Hi, Mrs. Ryan's mom. So, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much our, our team so far. Um, I don't even know how many people we're supposed to have on a team, but uh, I have a good feeling that um, these two are going to be able to to take the ship. Okay. Right. I feel really good about that. Congratulations. I'm glad that you're using your skills for good. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. Who'd you manage to get to sponsor you? It's funny you should ask. Mm Mm-hmm. We are, I guess we're, we're sponsored by the university. Uh, try again. No, um, that, that's, that's correct. Actually. Uh, I, I didn't mention before, but I'm also, I also am, uh, a professor at the university <laughs> for persuasion with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I'm with the online program, uh, I am, you online. Uh, I'm looking back and forth between Rain and Xandar, trying to figure out like what the game plan is. <laughs> Are we, um, if we may, uh, have a moment, uh, conference? Yeah, please. <laughs> what would you get, Xandar? Is this a persuasion or deception? I think this is persuasion. Okay, if it's persuasion, then I got a nine. <laughs> uh, she says, "I don't know you." <laughs> and I've never met you. It's 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 what our departments are so large. The school's so big, and and rarely does on campus staff Ryan, ever interact with online magazine out of my face because I don't know what he's talking about. You okay, are let, not sponsored by Fayu. Um, a, mo- right. a moment, if we may. Yeah, a small Mom, a small conference, please. I'm so sorry. Just can you give us a second? We'll we'll straighten mm. this out. Uh, Bertie, go get some more ravioli for my mom. All right. Why do I have to get it? And then we come on, just be nice. <laughs> be nice. Okay. God. 
Um, and then I, I lean in. I imagine that the the huddle is just us leaning closer over the dinner table. Um, yeah. And I say, I say, um, would it not be beneficial for us to tell the truth? She could perhaps assist us in getting real sponsorship, and then we would be able to legitimately enter the Hack Olympics. Yeah, I look at Xandar. I say, yeah, I mean, she's really sharp. Um, I don't know if we really need to. To, I think she's someone that we can trust. I want you all to don't. roll me a history check because I do think there is a plot point that we have forgotten <laughs> as a as a team. Uh, but that's okay. We can establish it right now. I got a ten. Uh, okay. Fifteen. Okay. Um, history. Yeah. I got uh fourteen. Uh, Rain, I suppose it occurs only to you that initially the offer was for you to take Birdie to the Hack Olympics. Birdie was being sponsored by Nen United, the water company. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so you are all technically on Birdie's team. So we we started to believe our own lie. <laughs> It's always more fun with a ruse. <laughs> Birdie has never corrected you because he was not around for when you recruited Donnie. And I think this is the first he's hearing of this being a Feiyu team. Um, but that was originally the sponsor. Now, you can secure another sponsorship if you don't want to be sponsored by Nen United. But that was the original agreement. Got it. But but Birdie is sponsored by Nen United. Right. So you are all so part of Birdie's team. All right. Got it. So we come clean. But just to be clear, I'm still a professor at the university. <laughs> okay. You can have this. Affirmative. All right, mom. Mm-hmm. Here's the lowdown. <laughs> Birdie here is sponsored by Nen United. Okay. And we sort of uh, pseudo adopted Donnie here, who's not sponsored okay. by anyone. But we are here to support. So, um, you know, we are kind of uh, limping into this tournament, sure. But, but, um, I don't know, maybe you have some strings you can pull within the university. Look, I love an underdog story, all right? But if Birdie is the one that has the sponsorship, and if Birdie was the one that was invited to the Hack Olympics, then Birdie can choose four other people to go in there, uh, five other people, I should say, five total to go on the team, including Birdie. Damn, Birdie, are you okay with that amount of responsibility? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you wear the jetpack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, first pick, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, mom, it, I, I know these kids are very apathetic, but <laughs> it would mean a lot to us um, if, if we could win this. Well, I mean, I can't pull any strings for you to no, win. No, no, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just trying to make it clear that, that this but means But I do know the registrar and I can e e make sure that you get registered because I do believe you are past the application deadline but seeing as how Birdie would be the first orc competing in the Hack Olympics and the vice counselor's daughter is on the team, I think I can grease some wheels. Wait, hold on. You said on the team? Aren't you? I count. <laughs> like you see like little numbers poking <laughs> over everyone's head. It's a five. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Unless that pile of rocks is. And she was like, hey. <laughs> I'm a pile like, of hey. stones. <laughs> um, well, what do you think, Birdie? It looks like uh, you're three short. I want... <clears throat> Donnie, I want you. And then, I guess, Professor Radnax. Yes! <laughs> and Heart, if we need muscle... And, you know, you understand machines. You kind of think like one. Affirmative. No offense. I am one. No offense taken. So, I guess that's the team's. Sorry, Uncle Shale. Uncle Shale. Shale just sort of shrugs. I don't really get computers. All right. Well, then it's set. <laughs> it's it's the five of us, I guess. Oh, my God. I guess I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> um Okay, I thought maybe I could distance myself a little bit by just being a coach, but it looks like we are in this. We're going to do this. Uh, 
when is the Hack Olympics again? You got a couple of weeks to prepare, but um, I would uh, get yourselves ready. Maybe reach out to NIN United, see if they can send over uniforms, equipment, whatever they can do. And I'll see what I can spare. Shit, we got to think of a team name. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's usually not part of it, but I suppose if you want a team name, that is something that you can do. We need a team name. We need uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I, all right, sure. <sighs> um, thanks. No, thank you for coming home. I think Zelda really needed to see you. She's kind of not been herself lately. You know what, uh, ma'am, if you don't mind, uh, speaking of Zelda being uh, needing to be able to see things. What's that, Professor Left Foot? What? And I will put the camera down on the table and say, do you know anything about why this room may be under surveillance? Oh, well, I mean, it's an embassy suite and there are occasionally, as she sort of looks around, important people staying in these apartments. And I think maybe they just need to keep tabs on them sometimes. I don't know. And this is actually, uh, I would prefer if we pretended like I didn't see that. Sure. All right. I put it back in my pocket. <laughs> what do you mean when you say your wife has not been herself recently? Is everything all right? Well, ever since she took the vice counselor position, she's been under a lot of pressure. I understand, but she just hasn't had a lot of time at home with me. She's kind of cut herself off a little bit. And once she heard about you, Rain, she kind of worked herself into a frenzy. Yeah, I have to be honest. When I talked with her today, I was expecting her to yell more. You know, your mom don't yell necessarily. She just sort of makes you feel bad about things. Yeah, and that was there a little bit, but yeah, she seemed a little tense. Well, she's got a lot going on, and if this um, gift peace talk thing doesn't go according to plan, heads are going to roll. Right. Was that her idea? The peace talks? No, this was years in the making, but uh, she's going to be playing a pretty central part, so... If the talks go bad, it's going to be your mom on the line. Yeah, well, I don't want her to. She's worked really hard to get where she's at. I don't want her to be put on the chopping block. Well, I suppose the best thing you can do to help is be on your best behavior. Fuck. (laughs) Mm. I put my hands in my head or my head in my hands. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're going to focus on. Wait, so. Uh, DM, uh, Voidmaster. So quick questions. <laughs> so up? it's the order of events is Hack Olympic. Uh, uh, what's the order of, of events for the gala, the Hack Olympics and this peace council thing? It would go gala first, mm-hmm. followed by the peace talks, followed by the Hack Olympics. Got it. Okay. Okay. So this means that I have to be on my best behavior for this gala thing then, right, mom? Uh, if you can manage it, right? I'm charming. I can do I this. I know you're charming, but I also know that you like to mess with things, take things apart, hack okay. into things. And then if somebody calls you short, which you are. Okay. All right. Chill. Everyone uh-huh. chill. See? Yeah, you're pretty short, Rain. Stop. Okay. Everyone See how red you're getting? See how I mean, red you're Donnie's getting? almost taller red. than you. Donnie, will be taller. <laughs> All right, look, I'll leave the tools at home, okay? I'll be on my best behavior, but on one condition, mm. the J's, they stay on. I'll wear whatever I need to wear as long as I can keep the shoes. I don't care what you wear. <laughs> you All can right. wear whatever you want. Cool, cool. <sighs> okay, when's the gala? It's soon, right? Tomorrow night. So I'll let y'all get some sleep, and um, if you need anything, you know where to find me. Thank you for the food. Yeah, thank you for the food. I love you, baby. I love you, too. Oh, she kisses you on the forehead. Xander, she kisses you on the forehead. You ain't a professor. She <laughs> kisses you on the forehead, heart. I lean um, down so that she can kiss me on the forehead. <laughs> uh, she um, pecks each of the kids on the forehead, and she looks at Shale and kind of goes, Nice to meet you. <laughs> and she uh, <laughs> heads out. I promise it's not personal, Shale. It's just... I know. I'm off-putting. 
And I also couldn't eat her food. And I think she took offense. Don't worry. I just wanted to be known um, canonically that when Hart got that plate of food, they just pushed all of their food off of their plate and onto Donnie's plate because they think (laughs) that he needs to eat more. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Um, Anything that your characters are doing between now and the gala? Um, Jonathan will probably arrive in the morning with your outfit. It is a big pink frilly dress. Um, fashionable, but not exactly rain, perhaps. Um, anything else, though? Uh, and even if you want to do something that night, uh, Fake Crossing is sort of yours to explore. Yeah, uh, one thing that I certainly want to do is, uh, rain. I think we should get on doing a little bit of research and, yeah. uh, round up a list of any known HAL members. Anybody who affiliates themselves with HAL and makes it known compile yeah. a list and we'll keep that list uh at the front of our minds when we're looking at the guests at this gala tomorrow. Yeah. Right. See if maybe we recognize any of them. Can and we I? might need to talk to was it Cass that said that she had a connection with someone who might know about the sphere. Right. Mm-hmm. Was Cass, so we should probably check in with her. Yep. And see if that has anything to do with this peace council. Anything else? I would like to, while, uh, um, because I can get a a long rest overnight and not have to like actually sleep, I'd like to spend my six hours, like my lazy activity. If I could scroll through that computer, um, and just sort of like take a look at the, the files and like what communication was in there. Okay. Well, it sounds like you all want to kind of investigate this computer. So I will say one of you can roll to investigate kind of what is in here with advantage. Ooh, let me, let me. Okay. Beautiful. Um, that is uh, 29. Yikes. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> what? Expertise. I got expertise. The files what? are in the computer. This <laughs> is what? This is 29? Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay. Fuck. What do you want to know? <laughs> Everything. It's black. Um, yeah, I guess so. A lot of this is um, encrypted, not so much on Dr. Krell's end, but Dr. Krell is receiving encrypted messages. Um, what you can tell from this is uh, Dr. Krell was a member of HAL for some time. Um, HAL has sort of instructed Dr. Krell to infiltrate Hestia's base and um, find specifically that sphere. And then Dr. Krell was supposed to hand that sphere off to HAL members who were going to intercept it. Um, I think you will see messages that probably continue on beyond when you think Dr. Krell was sort of on that station. Um, You never saw any trace of him. You know that he was like sort of taken that it seems like HAL actually never received what they were supposed to, that they don't know where the sphere is and they don't know where Dr. Krell is. They have like a lot of messages, um, just like sort of trying to check in with him, trying to find status. Um, it seems like whoever took Dr. Krell, as you have from his notes, somebody took him off of that station and somebody also took the sphere were not the people that were supposed to. Mm, okay, so Sphere is with not Hal. Would Hal have any sort of incentive? I'm trying to figure out like the incentive to the motive to get the Sphere, a piece of a very dangerous weapon. Weren't the humans displaced, right? Yeah, so you know that um, the human homeworld is in ruins. It's uninhabitable. Um, so most of the human race is kind of like wandering the void. They have their own space stations. A lot of them live on Fate Crossing. Um, there are a few of them on the castle and they have their own space stations that they live on. Uh, but what the humans have wanted, which was promised to them from the elves when they were mm-hmm. first like contacted by anyone in the void, is a new homeworld. Um, they were originally promised uh, Bisteria in the creature system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that has gone bad and it's become like very political. 
um, as a lot of groups have sort of risen up to say that people already live on that planet and it couldn't have been promised to the humans. Um, but the humans have nevertheless tried to colonize that planet and has resulted in a lot of like uh, violence. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the planet where Scoot, the uh, turtle you met, is from. Right. Um, so HAL has always sort of advocated for <clears throat> taking over that planet specifically and mm-hmm. um, also for like human supremacy. And that humans need to. And I think you get a lot of this from Dr. Krell's notes is that that they know that that is a piece of the weapon that Hestia built and they want to build that weapon to give them a fighting chance in the void. Right now, they're sort of at the mercy of stronger powers. They don't really have their own military strength. But if they were able to build the um, Annihilation Cannon, they would finally have like a bargaining chip. They'd be able to defend themselves. Um, would I be able to find out any information from the production notes for those Aos tunes if uh, Artemis has any sort of financial connections to Hal or uh, Harper and Sons? I'd say, you know, I'll, I'll also give you this mm-hmm. from from the both of those checks from your check into that production list and also this one that mm-hmm. you don't think that there is a financial you don't think Artemis is making money off of this song. It seems it. like it is sort of a courtesy credit, if anything. Totally. That um, Art- Artemis is not receiving any sort of kickback on this. And you don't see anything on Dr. Krell's computer or otherwise that connects Artemis with HAL. Yeah, not finding any information on that is very helpful information. So thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hart, you were raising your hand, but this is I, an audio I medium. Am. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I'm being really quiet right now because I'm really trying to process. I wish I was a computer. <laughs> the 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 um, would we know or be able to inference that the courtesy credit is because, and I could be misremembering this. Is it because mm. Artemis discovered the sound that is underlying on the track? That would not be an illogical conclusion. Okay, and is there any mention or reference to Elijah Harper in these communications from Doctor Krell's computer? With um, there is mention of Harper and Sons, um, nothing directly about Elijah, but it is all kind of um, negative, sort of like Harper and Sons needs to be doing more, and Harper's and Sons is not like, the, 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 yeah, they're like mostly like they could be doing more for the Human Advocacy League. They could be um, playing a bigger part. Um, you know that the Human Advocacy League was founded by one of the um, now like uh, uh, long dead founders of Harper and Sons, um, but they have since like sort of split into two separate organizations. Um, okay. You think that there is a lot of resentment there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's just a coincidence that. Elijah Harper is just a, like here for the peace talks and here to do like a, a speech or whatever. Like I think my gut is telling me that something sinister might happen. So to the best of my ability, it looks like we might need to do a little bit of espionage at the gala tomorrow. Definitely. All right. Um, I... Also, we'll look at Sandars. We're like sort of like sitting in this in this room, like doing research, um, and and say, um, "May I ask about your experience with the Illithid? Nothing personal. I just have a question. I do not wish to pry where it is unwelcome. You may ask anything you like. I'm very open about this kind of thing. Would you be able to recognize if someone was under the influence of a mind flare, for example?" I'd like to think I would. Hey, Voidmaster, would I? <laughs> um, there are certain telltale signs to someone being sort of charmed or indoctrinated that I think you could at least roll to check and see. Sure, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd like to say that I would. They are awfully tricky, but uh, I, I've been exposed to it enough and, uh, and received enough uh, training in, in what to look for uh, that I, I, I think that I'd have a good chance of knowing. Affirmative. That may be a useful skill in the days to come. I wish there was some way that we could keep you safe, Xandar. I don't know any way that we can snap you out of it if you go under again. 
Oh, you mean like if that if that awesome song starts playing and I can't stop boogieing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this AOS music. It's um it's a little too it's coming up a little too often. I'm really excited about seeing her live. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> right? Isn't that I mean, right? Affirmative. I do think it will be very exciting. I wonder if she is aware of the effect of her music or if it is something beyond her control. I've seen Josie and the Pussycats. I don't say that, um, but it is the thought that is running in the back of my mind all times. I'm going to say that the team sort of settles down for the night. Um, maybe you like fall asleep doing your own research. You were all mm. trying to figure out exactly what's going on. You have entered kind of a den of lions and you are trying to find the best way to arm yourself for the days ahead. And as the camera pans out, we move up through the branches of the Yggdrasil tree back up to your mother's office. It's late and she's still sort of toiling away. Um, You can see that she's on the phone and she says, Lou, Lou, I'll be home when I can. I just need to, I just need to finish this. Just, I'll check in with her in the morning. And you see she like hangs up and she like kind of looks over at that pink cup. There's still like a little bit of whipped cream on it. And she takes it and holds it in her hand and turns it over. And you see like her eyes sort of starting to well with tears. And she gets this kind of vacant look in her in her eyes and you hear like the cup break she drops it a little bit of blood comes out of her finger and she holds it up to her mouth and that's where we'll stop oh jeez oh jeez oh jeez spooky mom I got a spooky mom I got a spooky mom put that on a t-shirt that's merch put it on the merch I got a spooky mom Hey, yo, B, if people want to talk to us about their spooky moms, where can they find us? You can find us all over the internet. Um, We are on YouTube, Reddit, Instagram. (laughs) I'm forgetting social media. Um, uh, And Patreon, at The Pod Has Been Cast. And we are also on Twitter and soon to be TikTok, at The PHB Cast. You can tweet us. And you can also talk about us. Uh, one of the best ways to support a little, a little grassroots podcast like us is uh, word of mouth. Um, so use that social media for good and tell your friends. We're pretty cool. We're pretty cool. Uh, who do we need to thank Carlos for being pretty cool? We have a couple of grassroots prog- uh, productions <laughs> that we would like to thank, including Steve Lebeds, who does the editing uh, for our show. Um, he's also working with a podcast called hate mail, H A T E M A L E. Um, they basically, they talk about, uh, shitty men who text shitty things and they're just fucking awful. And it's, it's a really funny, very insightful podcast. Um, definitely worth a listen anywhere you, you can listen to podcasts, go check them out. They're great. And then our sister podcast, Tell Me Where I Lose You, bunch of goofballs where they take, what is what is the thing they say? It's bad ideas that get worse or get better. <laughs> bad bigger, ideas get bigger. There it is, where bad <laughs> ideas get bigger, and it's cuckoo bananas. And we, we it, it, It's just so much fun to listen to them go off the rails and somehow end up back on the rails magically. Um, they are fantastic. We love them so much. And you can check out their podcast, Tell Me Where I Lose You, wherever you listen to your dang podcasts. I want to take a venture, a trip into our hall of patrons. These are people that are subscribing to us on Patreon. They're giving us their hard-earned cash, and you could be just like them. And hear my luscious, velvety voice say your name like Nick Bromley, my brother Juan, and our newest addition to the Patreon family the lovely, beautiful, talented, amazing Rhea Strong. Rhea, thank you so much for your support. And thank you for joining our Hall of Patrons. 
if you like grassroots podcasts <laughs> pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps, <laughs> we're just your podcast next door. <laughs> Hop on over to our Patreon and uh, hey, help us out, okay? okay. I don't know. I Was that me? All of a sudden, uh, yeah, I'm great. My name's uh, Carlos Olmedo, and I would love your cash. Um, <laughs> so greedy. You don't need cash to go to one special place in the world. It's always free admission. And that's Robert's Corner. And everything's free here. It's all free. Uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to my new best friend who sent me a friend request on Pokemon Go, which I have to assume was from me (laughs) soliciting friends on Pokemon Go. Um... So, a uh, special thank you to Fox and Socks seventy six, who sends me <laughs> gifts every day. Love you, wow. Fox and Socks seventy six. Thanks, Fox and Socks. That's amazing. And one more time, um, if you want to be my friend on Pokemon Go, my trainer code is two six five three zero nine two eight five two four one. Nobody gets turned away. <laughs> Free admission. Woo! Listen, if you can't donate to our Patreon, at the very least, be Robert's friend on Pokemon. Come on, Please, look at him. He needs the friends. Send him some gifts. Until next time, get out there and catch them all. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.